welcome to Tech Law Talks. I am Anthony Diana, a member of Reed Smith's Tech and Data Group. In each episode of this podcast, we will discuss cutting edge issues on technology, data, and the law. We will provide practical observations on a wide variety of technology and data topics to give you quick and actionable tips to address the issues you are dealing with every day. Welcome back to Tech Law Talks and our M365 in 5 Foundation Series. We are joined by Lighthouse to explore the core elements of Microsoft 365 and key operational and legal considerations. In this episode, we're going to be discussing OneDrive for Business and what people need to know about OneDrive for Business. So joining me today are TJ Satnick from Reed Smith and John Holliday from Lighthouse. Welcome, gentlemen. So let's get started. So TJ, what is OneDrive for Business? Yeah, so OneDrive is ultimately going to be the personal storage location for each individual employee. It will end up replacing the home drive functionality in organizations for for that particular employee. So if employees have any kind of files at all, particularly those within the Microsoft ecosystem, but, but even those outside of the Microsoft ecosystem, those can be stored within each employee's OneDrive. Okay. So it's similar to the personals, as you said, sort of your personal drive. It's, it's what every employee has, where they put their documents. So John Holiday, what's the difference here? Why is it different than the, the personal drive that I have on my file server today? Well, one key difference is that the, it can synchronize information between whatever your personal drive is on your local machine or on your local environment to the shared environment that SharePoint is providing. OneDrive is built on top of SharePoint, so it has all the functionality that's available within SharePoint, but the idea is that you take your content with you and you can access it from anywhere. It's also integrated with a number of different things like the Microsoft Graph that allow you to get insight into how you're using your information and how others are using it. You get the ability to, for example, control who has access to your content but within the organizational context. So it's a very much more powerful idea than just uh, a personal location to store information. So I just want to touch touch on something. So you talked about you can the individual person, the user, can decide who has access to their documents. That that seems scary, I think, to a lot of people because uh, they think of their personal drive as my place that no one can see. Right. Could you just explain how what is what is the theory behind that? Like why would anybody want to share documents with other people from my personal drive. So let's say you're working on a number of different projects simultaneously, and some of these projects come and go, but you're working on one that's really intense and you've got a deadline and you've got to collaborate with other people, right? And yet you still don't want to, re- you, you don't want to lose control of your content, right? It's your content. You're working on a document. It's not quite ready for publication, but you need to get some input from someone else who's working with you on that project. With OneDrive, you can easily enable access or disable access to other people to share that that sort of protected collaborative environment, and then you can change it once you're done with that project. So it's a very flexible mechanism for integrating what you're working on with what everyone else is working on. That's interesting. So, and TJ, uh, obviously that, that raises a whole host of issues because I think most organizations think of their personal drive as not having records right? Quote unquote records, because that's the way the, the workflow usually works is it's your personal, it's a custodial data source, whatever you want to call it. So that raises, I think, a number of issues from an e-discovery perspective, but even from like departing employee perspective, making sure that you keep those documents when people leave, if you're collaborating on that project. So that could be kind of scary. All right. Anyway, so 
TJ, so what other things do you think we should talk about today on OneDrive? What do people need to know? How is it different? Yeah, so SharePoint is underlies the Teams channel. OneDrive will underlie the one-to-one Teams chat. And, and by this, I mean that ultimately any documents that are shared within a chat, kind of like some most organizations have this feature turned off, but there is the ability to share documents within Skype. Well, in Teams chat, that that those documents will ultimately be stored in that individual person's OneDrive. And, and as John mentioned, you can link to those particular documents and give people you were talking to access, but those documents will remain in your OneDrive. They won't be in the Teams chat. There's no copy made. They remain in each individual employee's OneDrive itself. So this is the concept of a modern attachment, right? Microsoft. That's correct. Microsoft view that we're not sending documents anymore. All you're doing is basically sending access. So when you send a, exactly. send a Teams chat, all you're really doing is providing access to that document in your personal drive. So that's a, again, that's a sea change, I think, in terms of the way people view documents and obviously part of the collaborative idea. So interesting. Well, thanks, gentlemen. This was helpful. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Again, we'll have many more podcasts on this. I think there's lots more to explore, uh, including a lot more on Teams in future podcasts. So thanks for listening and hopefully you learned something. Tech Law Talks is a Reed Smith production. Our producer is Ali McArdle. For more information about Reed Smith's tech and data practice, please email techlawtalks at reedsmith.com. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and reedsmith.com and our social media accounts at Reedsmith LLP on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. This podcast is provided for educational purposes. It does not constitute legal advice and is not intended to establish an attorney-client relationship, nor is it intended to suggest or establish standards of care applicable to particular lawyers in any given situation. Prior results do not guarantee a similar outcome. All rights reserved.